this happy place. Hello, I'm Paul Newhouse, and this is the Kingswell Avenue Podcast. What is the Kingswell Avenue Podcast? Is it a show about real estate? Good guess, but wrong. It's actually about the Walt Disney Company. I hear what you're saying. Okay, great, but why is it called the Kingswell Avenue Podcast? Don't worry, we're going to get into that. Now that you have an idea what's going on here, let's dig a little deeper. This show is actually about the four pillars of the Walt Disney Company. Those pillars are, more or less in the order of their founding, the Walt Disney Company, Marvel Studios, Lucasfilm, and Pixar. That grouping started, of course, with the Walt Disney Studios, which Walt and his brother Roy founded in 1923. The other three pillars were acquisitions, all made by Disney's current head, Bob Iger. Marvel Comics, which gave birth to Marvel Studios, began as Timely Comics in 1939. Lucasfilm, founded by visionary filmmaker George Lucas, appeared in 1971. Pixar Animation Studios came about in 1979, oddly as a division of Lucasfilm. Together, these pillars have generated billions of dollars in revenue, and more importantly, spawned some of the most beloved entertainment of both the 20th and the 21st centuries. By coincidence, the four pillars encompass most of what I've been interested in during my not particularly short life. In 1976, I was given a copy of Walt Disney, an American original, the biography by Bob Thomas. I was floored by that book. The idea that one man could achieve so much in one lifetime was amazing to me. From there, I developed an interest in animation, not just as a source of entertainment, but also the mechanics, the craft. In fact, this interest blossomed into a career in video games where I was, you guessed it, an animator. I loved Warner Brothers cartoons for their humor, but I was in awe of the early Disney films for their artistry. To skip ahead a bit, Pixar Animation Studios scratched that same itch for me for a number of years. Not only were their films beautiful, but the tight storytelling was very reminiscent of early Disney. Doubling back, in the 70s and 80s, one of my other great loves was Marvel Comics. The ingenuity of writer Stan Lee and artists like Steve Ditko and Jack Kirby also fed my growing imagination. The movies made, starting in 2008 with Iron Man, by Marvel Comics' offshoot, Marvel Studios, recaptured the feeling of those early comics perfectly. When I watch films from the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I'm 12 years old again. Doubling back again, another seminal childhood event for me was the release, in 1977, of the original Star Wars film. That movie was, for most of us, an altogether new thing. It was cobbled together from a bunch of older things, like Flash Gordon, Westerns, and Samurai movies, but that's okay. As of that moment, George Lucas was a new role model for me. Now, in 2020, all of those entities exist under one roof. Though the product isn't always great, I can't help keeping a watchful eye on the Disney Company. More than any other Hollywood studio, they're likely to produce things I want to watch. This is what I see the format of the Kingswell Avenue podcast being, although it can certainly evolve over time. First, we'll take a look at Disney in the news. Then we'll take a deep dive into a person, place, or thing that's had an impact on the growth of the company or its ethos. I'll warn you, I don't plan on doing these deep dives in anything like chronological order. To offset this, the show's forthcoming website will have a timeline where I take the topics and pop them into chronological order. So look forward to that. You might have guessed from my tone that I'm not afraid to speak my mind. If I think something is bad, I'll tell you, regardless of the fact that it's Disney-branded. Just because the company owns so many great things doesn't mean it's incapable of missteps. On the contrary, 
I'm likely to review books, movies, TV shows, etc., but I'm not going to cover something just because it's Disney. For instance, I'm unlikely to spend time talking about the Tinkerbell movies or Hannah Montana because I'm a full-grown man and that'd be creepy. Let's turn our attention to the news. Unfortunately, right now, there isn't any. As you know, we're in the middle of a global pandemic and it's having pretty terrible repercussions for the Disney company. Parks on the West Coast are still closed. Most of the movies are still somewhere in limbo, waiting to be released. So it's not great for the bottom line. The one bright spot right now is Disney Plus, the streaming channel. And happily, we've begun a new season of The Mandalorian. Two episodes in, it's holding on its quality pretty well. First episode was a little bloated, a little long. Second episode has generated some sort of nonsense controversy. Baby Yoda apparently ate some eggs he wasn't supposed to eat. People are turning against him, but I don't really want to wade into that. Anyway, we'll get past this. The Disney company will get past this. And there'll be new entertainment somewhere down the line. So, yeah, slow news week. As promised, this week our deep dive is a look at Kingswell Avenue. Kingswell is a street in the Los Angeles district of Los Feliz. For those of you who don't know, L.A. is probably the most spread out city in America. There's a small downtown area surrounded by neighborhoods, or boroughs if we're speaking in a more New Yorkian vein. According to Wikipedia, Los Feliz is a hillside neighborhood in the central region of Los Angeles, abutting Hollywood and encompassing part of the Santa Monica Mountains. By the way, that's a fun word, isn't it? Abutting. The district was part of Rancho Los Feliz, a Spanish land grant to José Vicente Feliz, a corporal who guarded the settlement and became its de facto mayor. The expedition Felis was a part of came into the area around 1775. These were the first settlers in the California Territory. He and his cohorts founded El Pueblo de Nuestra Señora La Reina de los Angeles, or the town of Our Lady of the Queen of the Angels. One of the structures from that settlement still stands in modern-day Griffith Park. The region became known as Los Feliz because it belonged to Felis and his family. Felis, by the way, means happy, which is funny because Disneyland, as you all know, is often called the happiest place on earth. As an aside, Angelinos have referred to the neighborhood as Los Feliz for decades. In recent years, there's been a push to revert to the proper Spanish pronunciation of Los Feliz, but it's met with limited success. I'm going to say Los Feliz because I'm old school. As another aside, the entrance to Disneyland's California adventure is modeled after the Los Feliz of the 1920s and 30s. There's even a shop there called the Los Feliz Five and Dime. Okay, so there's obviously a connection between Disney and Los Feliz. What is it? In 1923, Walt Disney moved to California to be near his brother Roy, who was recovering from tuberculosis. Initially, he wanted to become a live-action film director, but an economic necessity brought him back to animation, a business he'd tried and failed at years earlier in Kansas City. As Roy convalesced and Walt visited, the two decided to go into business together. One guess as to where Walt and Roy started their first cartoon studio. That's right, it was in Los Feliz. At the time, Walt was living in that neighborhood on Kingswell Avenue, so he and his brother looked for a nearby space they could occupy. The first headquarters for what would become a vast empire was at 4651 Kingswell. It was the unused back room of a real estate firm. This was in October of 1923. Those of you familiar with the official Disney fan club called D23 now likely have a better idea why it's called what it is. Soon after the company was founded, with money rolling in from a series of shorts known as the Alice Comedies, which featured a live-action girl and cartoon animals, 
the brothers moved into the space next door at 4649 Kingswell. At that time, the Enterprise was known as the Disney Brothers Cartoon Studio. Of course, that name would change to the Walt Disney Studio not long after. Depending on who you talk to, the name change came about either through ego or clever marketing. The real answer probably lies somewhere in the middle. For roughly three years, before it moved to 2719 Hyperion Avenue, also in Los Feliz, Kingswell Avenue was the home of the Disney Enterprise. As such, it's ground zero for the four-pillared behemoth we know today. That's why this podcast is called what it is. Incidentally, the building at 4649 Kingswell is still there. If you're ever in Los Angeles, stop by and breathe the air at that piece of hollowed ground. And that brings us to the end of our first episode. I know what you're saying right now. You're probably saying, hey, that was short. Well, that's actually by design. If I ever go more than 30 minutes, then be shocked. Or I've probably gotten an interview of some kind. Let's face it, we all have lives to lead. So if we can get our information in bite-sized chunks, then we should. I want to thank you for listening. I hope you'll subscribe. I hope you'll tell your friends. Until next time, have a good one.